0: Welcome to Finding AB. I'm a wife, mother, and freelance MUA. I'm here to share my journey to self-love and hopes to inspire others to do the same. Choosing to love yourself isn't just a choice. It's a daily battle that sometimes seems hopeless, but choosing to love yourself through it anyway. This is my story and my truth about the battles I continue to face on a daily basis. I hope you enjoy listening, and if you do, go ahead and subscribe. When I first started this podcast, I didn't expect much. I knew I had a few people that would listen and cheer me on, but I didn't have this huge idea that it would be a bunch of subscribers or fan base of any kind. I created this platform literally to help me cope with my own pain that I've been harboring. Basically just to talk to myself and get it off my chest. My goal was to help someone else along the way, but it isn't really my main focus. I needed something therapeutic in lieu of actual therapy that isn't readily available to me yet. I can totally schedule those appointments, but I have our toddler with me, and I don't feel like that's very fair to me when the session should be relaxing and freeing rather than focusing on occupying a toddler. I know I wouldn't give myself the opportunity to really take advantage of the session if I had our kid with me. I know I wouldn't allow myself to really open up and speak the way that I need within that session knowing I have a child there to tend to. That's just my personal view on the matter. So when I started writing for these episodes, I wasn't sure where I needed to start. I knew what I needed to say, but I wasn't sure how to go about it. I had a list of ideas planned for episodes, but I wasn't exactly sure where I should start the story. Once I sat down and really thought about it, it was easy. I needed to share why I had this podcast. I needed people to know why it was so important to verbally express my thoughts rather than just writing it all out. I'm a lover of words, so honestly I'm more likely to read a book than listen to an audible. But most people are not like that, and I needed to reach a certain audience. I needed to reach the people struggling the way I did and still am. I needed people to hear the words. Feel the words. I needed them to resonate on a level that words on a page just can't do. I needed to speak my truth and face my demons. I needed to be honest with myself and empty my boxes. I needed. To stop compartmentalizing all the things that caused me pain and actually face them. Grow up and deal with my emotions. Learn to live with them and heal rather than ignore and avoid them. I needed to physically speak the words and relive the pain that I've been scared to acknowledge. I needed something to force me to grieve. Something that forced me to feel the things that I stored away in my mental storage unit for a decade. Just sitting there, staring at me. Waiting to get the attention it deserves. I started this podcast as a way to give myself permission to cry, permission to be weak, permission to be vulnerable, permission to be myself without immediate consequence, to talk and be uninterrupted, a safe place to tell my story and stop where needed, as often as needed, where I could backtrack and step away, close it and move on, where I could find the love of writing again and reconnect with a part of myself that I lost so long ago, but is still such an important aspect of me. I created this podcast so I can step away from being a wife and mother and just be me, with me, by myself, and just cry because I've been begging to for years and haven't allowed it. I can cry and write and talk as I go along. I can just stare at the screen and it be okay. Leave sentences left unspoken but still continue the story. I started this process so I can heal. To prove to myself that I can. That it's possible. That I deserve it. I launched my first episode on January 5th, 2020, and I can honestly say that I can see an enormous difference within myself. Now, I'm not healed, but I am healing. One box at a time. One story at a time. One memory at a time. I'm healing in ways I never thought possible, and I'm so proud of myself for taking responsibility in such an open manner. I would have never thought to do this before mascara, before the support system surrounding me within mascara. While that sounds so disgustingly cliché, it's the legitimate truth. Like, it's actually pretty annoying hearing myself say that. Almost as annoying as seeing the, hey hun, drop in your inbox from Susan that you haven't talked to since fourth grade but now she's trying to be besties because of a life-changing product that you should totally join her team and make two grand a month. Almost as annoying as that. But in my case, it's true. And it doesn't really have anything to do with the business aspect of it. It's more so what the business aspect has brought into my personal life and therefore personal growth. That's the part that makes the Finding Navy podcast so amazing to me. So I've written all these episodes and have all these ideas for future stories, but what does that really mean? It means I get to go back and listen to my growth. I get to listen to the stories that once made me ugly cry for days on end. That were so hard for me to record that I avoided it until last minute when I knew I needed to get that episode up. If I can't show up and be consistent for myself and my own personal healing... How can I be trusted to do that for my clients and followers? I can't. I can't be trusted. I wouldn't trust me. I couldn't decide if I should have a weekly episode or biweekly. I published that first episode, and I immediately took the focus away from myself and my needs and put them into what my future audience might want instead of what is healthy for me. I wasn't giving myself the necessary time to really focus on the emotions emerging from each story. I wasn't giving myself the time to process them and grieve before diving into writing the next. I was on a roll, but I was so quick to dismiss the entire point of the creation of this podcast in the first place. To acknowledge and grieve. To face my problems and start healing. I wrote episode one in just a couple of hours. I had to go back and edit it to make sure my story was in order because I'm notorious for jumping around, but otherwise, I wrote it in one sitting. It took me longer to edit it and make sure that it was right than it took to actually write it. I pulled an all-nighter to record it, and I still wasn't happy with how it turned out. I listened to it over and over again, making sure I didn't have too much emotion but at the same time portrayed the emotion I needed. If I had put any more emotion behind it, I would have been crying the entire time. That's why it took me so long to record. I had to stop and cry. I kept getting choked up, I kept talking too fast and getting in the mindset of just getting it over with. I knew I wasn't really giving myself the chance to speak freely and really digest everything that I was saying. There were quite a few things I had never told anyone in that episode. Some of it I deleted because I just wasn't ready to share that part of me yet. I had to be okay with that. My story is mine to tell, and in my own time. I shouldn't feel bad or be forced to reveal anything I'm not ready to reveal. And that's okay. I had that episode completely finished for almost two weeks before the scheduled publish date. I kept looking at it and contemplating on changing it. I can't tell you how many times I almost deleted the entire segment. After it was done, and I scheduled it, I was so anxious that I couldn't sleep. I was scared of what people would think. What would they say? How would they respond? What judgments would they place on me? What if I didn't get my message across? What if no one listened? Was this a mistake? This was definitely a mistake. Okay, I'm deleting it. No. I put in more than a day's work on this, and I didn't even get paid for it. If I were a therapist, this episode would have made me over a grand. My time is not worthless. Money isn't why you started this anyway. Why did you start this? Because you needed to free yourself your own self-hatred you needed to recognize your pain you needed to deal with it instead of running from it but you weren't actually running from it were you it was there all along it's in your own mind you can't outrun your own mind you opened those boxes for a reason you opened them now deal with them ah yes there's the hurt it's okay let it go you can cry you can always just roll over and wake them up This is kind of his niche. He's a natural comforter. Just know if you do, that means he's losing sleep. He doesn't need to lose sleep over your petty feelings. He has better things to deal with when he's at work. It's fine. Just stay quiet. If you need to gasp, we'll just, we'll get up. He won't ever know. Deep breaths. Oh, no. He moved. Did I wake him? (sighs) Good. He's just turning over. I would go through basically that same script in my head every single night while I was struggling to sleep all the way up until it was finally published. I immediately felt an overwhelming sense of relief. I knew I couldn't turn back. I stayed off social that day, but that's all I thought about. I was exhausted and all I wanted was a nap, but I had a busy day, so I knew that wasn't going to happen. I slept so well that night. Over the next week, I had such an amazing response that I did not expect. I had message after message telling me how deeply it resonated, that they didn't feel so alone, that they struggle with the same thing. That they had been trying to figure out what they needed to do to be happy again. That my story has impacted them in such a way that they can't actually put it into words. People I didn't know. People I've known for years. People I haven't spoken to in months or years. People I talk to on a regular basis. And I did that. I impacted them. I helped them in a way I never thought I could. I knew I was on the right track. This is what I needed. This is what I wanted. This is what I intended when creating this podcast. This was the type of connection I was craving. Even if I couldn't see it, I knew it was there. Would it resonate with... Every person that listened? No. It definitely wouldn't, but I wasn't trying to connect with every single person. I was trying to connect with the ones that needed a push to start their own self-love journey. The ones that thought it was pointless, but now they know it's possible. I love scrolling through my IG feed and seeing how much I've grown in just a year's time. Am I healed? No. But I'm healing. I can see it in my captions. The way I talk about myself, the way I look in my makeup selfies, the confidence that is radiating from them. What I also see in my makeup-free selfies is someone that still doesn't accept their outward appearance, but is learning to love the person she is within. Which brings me to episode two. That one was about my ex. I thought the first one was hard, but this one... Man, this one, I almost didn't get published in time. I pulled another all-nighter and went to bed just a few hours before it aired and even fewer before my kids woke up. I was an absolute wreck. When I was writing this episode, I couldn't just sit and write it like the first one. I had to keep stepping away. I kept telling myself this was a mistake, asking myself what I got myself into. The things I was feeling just by writing it were heartbreaking. I spent so long thinking I had been over the entire situation, and I wasn't. I was beyond over him, and over our relationship. I didn't have any emotional attachment to him, but I did still have an insanely intense attachment to how he made me feel for so many years. All the verbal abuse. Because that's what it was. It was abuse. I didn't realize or acknowledge how badly he actually messed me up. I was a mental wreck over some of the things that he would say to me. I wasn't perfect to him, by any means. But some of the things he said and did to me that hurt the most, I didn't add that into the episode. Some things just need to stay between us. There are some memories I want to keep for myself and no one else. Things I haven't shared with my husband and therefore I don't want to share it with the world, to be honest. I had my husband read it and tell me what he thought. He was there for the worst of it all. He came into my life when I was at my worst and loved me anyway. He loved me through it, continues to love me through it. That was one of the hardest things for me to cope with. I couldn't understand why Colby couldn't love me through it all. I really did want a life with him. I really did think he was worth all the emotional turmoil. I really did think I deserved to be treated the way I was treated. I honestly felt I deserved all that heartache. Looking back, I know I didn't deserve any of it. His actions were his choices, and they had nothing to do with me or myself. They didn't have anything to do with my self-worth. They didn't have anything to do with me. I can't believe I stayed for so long and continued to let him tear me down the way that he did every single day. Like, if my husband were to do that to me now, I wouldn't even hesitate when it came to leaving him. I just wouldn't. I spent so many years in this deep dark depression and now that I had a taste of the good life, of actual love, I can't imagine having anything else. I never saw myself as someone that needed true companionship, but it turns out that's exactly what I needed. So while this episode triggered some serious battles within myself that are still strongly lingering, I'm thankful for all that heartache in some weird way. I mean, I wouldn't have given my husband the chance if it weren't for Colby. I wouldn't have worked so hard on myself. I wouldn't have this podcast and, you know, be able to tell this story. I wouldn't have vital aspects about myself if it weren't for him and the pain he continues to cause me. No matter how much I want to believe I'm over those feelings that I felt so deeply when I was with him and after our breakup, I'm just not over them yet. So yes, he continues to cause me pain and it's all of these years later. But now it's bearable. Now I can live through it. Now I can find myself through it and I can find that strength. See, when we broke up, The relationship didn't end. It wasn't your formal relationship, but I still held on to him as a friend and I wanted him to be a part of my life. So it wasn't just, okay, we're done. It's over. You know, that pain just, it stayed there. I kept seeing him. He was still a part of my life. When we broke up, I truly wanted him to be a part of my life. I still wanted him to be a friend of mine. I still sit here and hope that one day I can talk to him again just to tell him thank you, which I know that sounds really weird, but maybe that's the emotional abuse talking or the lack of closure, I don't know. But I'm truly thankful for him. I'm thankful he was so shitty to me because I'm stronger for it. I'm thankful he was so deceitful because now I value honesty above all else. I'm thankful he was so fake because now I can see through the facade to the genuine authenticity with minimal effort now. I'm thankful he was so shady, because I can pinpoint the behavior blindfolded. Like, (laughs) I'm thankful for all the games he played, because I know what they look like now, and I just don't have time for that. I'm thankful he tore me down to nothing but the atoms within my existence because now I get to watch myself grow into such a powerful source of light and love that I never could have done without the torment we caused each other. Because like I said, I wasn't perfect. I wasn't innocent in all of it. I had my faults too. But I've accepted those faults. I've recognized those faults. I'd like to say sorry. For those faults. But I don't think he would. And that still kind of fucking hurts. Which leads me to episode three. I love how all this ties together and how, you know, they're all indirectly connected. Totally wasn't planned. JK. Definitely was. So when I started writing this episode, I was in a pretty good mindset. It was the first time I wrote an episode and recorded without having to stop to cry. You're probably thinking, well, you've only recorded two, so... Woo-hoo. What you don't know is that it was literally about 16 hours of recording between the two and roughly another 10 hours writing and editing them before actually recording them. So well over one entire day went into those two episodes alone. It was a lot of crying, a lot of stepping away to gather myself, a lot of... a lot of emotion... So this episode was actually one of the first things I felt I really needed to talk about though. I really needed to express how badly I am still hurt over something so simple and petty to most people. I mean, someone I adored and then realized they just aren't someone I needed in my life at that point in time, like that's hard. Like that's really hard to talk about. It's really hard to acknowledge that. It was a huge step for me. I was admitting that first and foremost, it's okay to take a break from people. Secondly, saying you need a break from someone doesn't necessarily mean your friendship is over. Thirdly, rekindling friendships is totally possible. And lastly, it is completely okay to stand up for yourself to someone you love and adore. It's healthy and it's necessary. It's important to know your boundaries and respect your own limits. It's okay to demand a certain type of relationship and certain expectations within that relationship. Some people are your, what I like to call, for now friends. They are your for now people. They are there for a certain part of your life to teach you certain lessons. Not everyone you meet will be in your life forever, although we may desperately want that. Some relationships just aren't healthy for you, and that's okay. I also learned that I'm so close to finding the peace within myself to be able to finally let grudges go, to actually heal from words. I don't care how many times you tell yourself that words can't hurt you, they most definitely do hurt and they take far longer to heal than any physical pain. You hear something so often you begin to say it jokingly and then all of a sudden you truly believe it. So here's my challenge for you. Stop badmouthing yourself. Even if you're joking when you say it now, jokes like that have some sort of truth behind it. Would you say that to your best friend, your brother, your sister, your mother or father, your daughter, your son? I don't think so. So don't say it to yourself. Instead, I challenge you to tell yourself two things every single day. One of them being something you love about your appearance. This could be your smile, your nose, your hair, the way your collarbones look, because that's a thing, and I love my collarbones, but you know, whatever. Just choose something. Just something you can physically see and brings you joy when you look in the mirror. Then the other being something you love about your inner self. Something you can't see or know just by looking at you. This could be how well you comfort others a talent you have, a characteristic you're proud of, like your ability to communicate well with those around you or honesty or your faith in God, whatever you cannot actually see, but you are proud of possessing. I want you to say them out loud every single day. Why? Because you're worth it. You are worth so much more than you know. You are worth so much more than anyone around you knows. You're so damn amazing and everyone deserves to see that radiating from you. You don't need to speak it to others, but you do need to speak it to yourself. You are amazing. You are beautiful. You are strong, even when you feel weak. You are smart, even when you fail. You are more than other people's opinions. So get out there. Show yourself just how worthy you are. You don't need to prove yourself to anyone else but you. Love yourself so damn much that your cup is overflowing and you need other people to help soak up the extra love pouring from your soul. You deserve to love yourself, unapologetically, just as you are. Thank you for listening to this week's episode of Finding A.B. If you enjoyed what you heard and want to hear more, go ahead and subscribe to my channel. If you want to see more of me, then you can find me on Facebook and Instagram at Ab Rose Beauty. If there is something you want to hear me talk about in an upcoming episode, please feel free to share your ideas with me. Although this podcast started out as a therapeutic outlet for me, it has been made extremely clear that it is far bigger than myself. Your input is highly valued and very much appreciated. Your worth is beyond measure, and your beauty is unimaginable. I am so incredibly grateful you've chosen to spend such a valuable time with me. Thank you for listening, and I hope you tune in on the next episode.